Bobby just came right I'm just going to go in the same way. Just mm-hmm. give it like 20 seconds. We're going to do it again. 20, dude. I was 20 when I had it. I'll pay for it. Hey. I'll let you. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would love to. Start it over. That, my hair back. Start it over, Bobby. What's up? What's up? Are here. Yeah, yeah. So are we on? Are, are we on? on? Alright. Hey. Hey, everybody. Yeah, you know. Jack show. Guess what? Kevin doesn't know Jack about running the show sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. So this is intro number two on Wednesday at 6.30. We just recorded like three or four minutes and no audio, no nothing yeah. was on. So we're we're back in. I have an excited announcement. My homeboy, Mikey is back. But more importantly, our boy Jason Klotz is in the house this evening. If you don't know Jason, you will by the end of the show. Listen, so. listen. We had... Jason said it. We had a great vibe going yeah. in the studio. It's, it's, it's going. We, it's we still here. This. It's there. Uh, it's, yeah, it's we'll see. If, if this turns out to be a dud. Hey, uh, man. Hey, no, hey, no, hey, hey, no hey so, so you're killing the vibe again, man. So welcome back to the Jack Show. Hey, we, got yeah. we don't know Jack, and we got our boy Jason Klotz in the house. Yeah. Nico, yeah. introduce All him. Right. Let's talk about what he's here for. Again. Mikey's here. What's up, y'all? So, so Jason, you what, basically the reason that we missed each no other. No one calls me Jason. It's Klotz. <laughs> the reason Let's that Klotz that right. and <laughs> didn't see each other. Because y'all are homeboys. But I had already stopped hanging out by that point. Yeah. So, so he knows my brother. He knows you guys. Okay, so two things. Klotz is real good friends with all of us and yeah. your brother. Mm. Also, Nico has his chair raised all the way up. Yeah, I did. And I'm Klotz is all the way down. It's all the way down. So there's probably, what, a foot and a half difference between y'all? I don't know. Something close? So, so uh, Who cares? On, on, Who cares? Online, it says you're 6'9", <laughs> but, but have you dropped any height? You think <laughs> just from age? I, uh, no, I've probably grown more. Really? Yeah. Well, six ten. How mature? I don't think no. that's happened either. <laughs> I've been. I was six four in eighth grade, and in ninth grade, I was six nine and three quarters. I've been that same height since. Six nine and three quarters. So I was. What grade? What grade? Eighth grade I was six four, fat with glasses, like a, just a douche. Couldn't even bench ninety five pounds, and somehow over the summer I grew to six nine and three quarters. That might have been for three four months. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four months. Damn, Three or four crazy, months man. I sprouted. Man, yeah. what did your parents do with clothes? I mean, how did that... You saw what I dressed. I was like a total skadoosh. You had to, man. Like, how could you afford to, like, like All my friends have polos and uh, Tommy Hilfiger and all this, like, cool stuff. I was wearing, like, shit you never heard of. <laughs> like, freaking delegates? I was wearing... Hey, I was wearing <laughs> right. Delegates, bro. I was like, can I get those new Finneys? Those Larry Johnson or Act Jesus? You can get some Rydells. I was like, what's yeah. a riddle? What's wrong, what's wrong with Rydell, man? Riddle. I'll tell you what's wrong. The yeah. soul blows out after a week. Uh, yeah, you would have to go through shoes a lot. Yeah, right? It sure. was pretty expensive to yeah. feed me. I'd go through three uh, gallons of milk a week and yeah. just eat the fuck out of everything. So yeah. what size is your dick? I mean your shoe. What size is Whoa, your shoe? Whoa, uh, 16. 16? <laughs> yeah, they say the guys with big feet, uh, feet, big socks. Yeah, it's weird, man. That was, that. it's a cool, that was freaking, that was cool. But you know what? Yeah. No, it's not a call. You know what? You know how many times people fucking ask me that? I'm like, do you want me to show? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, then don't fucking ask. Yeah. Just yeah. ask my wife, but she's not on the show. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he might show it later for you, though, if you want to see it. Yeah, on the table. Kevin on made her the point to tell me that your wife is 5'2, I guess because Kevin no. thinks I'm 5'2. I don't like, know if she's 5'2, but she's significantly shorter than five you. Two, it's, yeah. Is she 5'2? Like I don't like to share the bed. Look how much room I take up. Yeah, you don't like to share it. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, but she's 5'2, you're 6'9, man. That's a big difference. 6'10. 610. Well, you grew a quarter inch in the last six, couple minutes. Six, this is what we don't know Jack Show does yeah. to you. So. But I do say, my name is, I, my handle on Instagram is six foot fine because it's six nine. So you're like, people are like, how tall are you? Like, six, yeah, it sounds like, how tall are you? Six nine. Yeah. I'm like, six foot fine. Plus six like, nine, you can six nine. That's when you know, like, you know? who gets yeah. humor. You're like, people are like, ah. Uh, <laughs> good shit. Anyways, okay. I was trying to say this. I looked you up. Um, because I didn't know anything. Yeah. You asked about a Wikipedia page, I believe. Yeah, man, I didn't see one. And I was like, man, there's people who have done far less than what you have done in your so, collegiate career. I'll tell you this. Wikipedia is a self-published page, so he could actively you know, get on it if he wants to. Well, this to. is what yeah. I was wondering. This I was like, can why, we right? start a Wikipedia page? This is why. We'll start him a Wikipedia Yeah, let's start him one. And let's put like outlandish stuff in In 2000, yeah. back when I went to college, we didn't have, I mean, we had, I had a cell phone, but it was before like really great cameras and all this. And the one thing was, is like, how, you know, all you have in this life is your credit and your reputation, right? So if you're out on 6th Street and doing all this stuff, people were talking about it, right? And I'm a yeah. big guy you can't hide. 
Six I was Street very Boston. private with what we were doing because you know what people were really quick to hate, right? And especially on a big guy, so you have to watch what you say and do because if yeah. you do something stupid, people are going to be talking about it. And you know, with the team and UT and the way that we're held to high standard, yeah, yeah. that's why I never had. Fa- I had Facebook, but I never used. I never posted pictures. I didn't care. We were yeah. on TV almost fuck what two, three nights a week. Yeah. So you briefly said that uh, UT. So tell us about that because you had a really, really awesome time at that college and a good experience in Austin. Tell us a little bit I about how that went. I know Nico's want to grill you on. I mean, this that's one. a. I mean, I could go on. I mean, yeah. we, we can narrow. So you it went to University of Texas. Correct. How did that start? Why'd you go there? Did you have other? So, I mean, you had other schools. Yeah, offered, I, mean, I saw right? me play in high school. I mean, there were some plays. I mean, I was dunking on people hard. I was scoring twenty a game without without even a, a coach that knew anything about basketball. I was playing with one of the top eight teams. So I wasn't like now you have YouTube and all stuff to, to yeah. make you this great player. All the individual drills, all the string coaches, right? Um. You know, I, I built just on hard work. I was in the weight room every day, and uh, they met me at Hooks Airport out in Tomball, okay. and they flew me on a King Air back in, two, right uh, back, back in 2000 and flew yeah. me to Austin. And uh, Chris Ogden, who's now the head assistant, was my roommate and teammate at UT, is now the head assistant at UT. Okay. He really sold me. I mean, the campus sold me everything, and, and Chris Mann was there that played the NBA for the Lakers. And it was just the vibe, and Coach Barnes, I don't know, you know Rick Barnes? Yeah, I know of him. He's at Tennessee now. He's a great coach, and this guy is just – very is very compelling, and just everything they had to offer at UT. Yeah. I mean, I went to A and M, I went to Oregon, I went to Florida State, went to Florida on visits. Uh, who else I go to? Was Barnes the seller on that? I mean, was he the closer? He was because he so must have been a great recruiter with all the guys that ran through. I there. went to A and M. I wasn't sold on this program. I mean, they had big things coming off. I mean, yeah. Austin's a big house on the hill, right? Yeah. So that's why I chose. I mean, just Chris Ogden and some of these guys is just and the guys that had coming in. T.J. Ford, who I played with, you know, yeah, yeah. he is Nason player two years. He was coming, so I knew that the program had a chance to do some really good things. And, and, and PJ came a little while after, and, and Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, yep, I played yeah. with all of them. Yeah, I saw you kind of overlapped a little bit. And KD was, I guess, the year after you. I didn't play with him, but I always say this about KD. What a, he's a freaking great guy. Is um, he? Out of the guys you just mentioned, PJ's my boy, and I, I don't talk to him more. I have his number. Uh, but so a great guy. The whole fashion things, you know, he's doing good things with that. But uh, – you know, I went to a Rocks game, sat on the court uh, with uh, the Cranes, with some people I know, the them and the Astros and all that. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm there, sat on the court, and Lamar's like, hey, what's up, Klotz? Yeah. But he never came to dap me up, never came to say what's up. I hadn't seen him since he broke his fucking hip at UT when he, after, halfway through his freshman year, he broke his hip. And he cried like a baby. And he was there to console him and tell him it was a high-release tournament. I wear this guy every day. Not to come give me a hug kind of hurt, but, you know, P.J. Tucker come take pictures. But, you know, Popovich and those guys and Duncan that I worked out with when I was trying to make their team, they were like, hey, what's up? And came and said hi. He just ran off the court and whatever. Is he super uh, through uh, summer camp and okay. trying to make the team. All right. You go to camp and try to make the team. I was Joey Graham or those guys were always say they made the team, but whatever. They had a little <laughs> skull over there, Tim Duncan. So I'm, I'm curious, like, through all those people that you just mentioned, who's the most famous guy that you've met in basketball and in this in general? Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Kevin all right, Durant. Right. I mean, PJ's uber yeah. famous with his yeah. fashion she yeah. is right? And yeah. He's freaking a real dude. He's one of these guys, uh, I'll say this about him. We had one of the best teams. We probably ran the gamut and won the championship that year my senior year. Uh, he he didn't – his grades kept him out that year, and then LaMarcus got hurt, right? They tried to break this guy, right, like for not going to class and all this. And he's a smart freaking dude. But, you know, when you're there, you're playing ball, right? This guy, they had this guy. Have you ever seen the uh, Versa Climber? Yeah. That's one of the mentally toughest guys I've ever seen. You couldn't break him. And they were yeah. trying to break him. They couldn't break that guy. And that's why I think he's been this guy in the NBA that went to the Ukraine first, you know, not to mention all that. But he went there first. Mm-hmm. These are the rappers that cut him went there, and then now he's been a guy that people are paying big money to be just defensive guy, hit right. those threes, and really be a, a guy yeah. that the locker room loves, that's going to be that dog and teach guys how to be a dog. Yeah, I, I noticed you played center, and I know it, uh, the height thing is different in college, you know, for centers. Height or height? Height. 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 Um did, Tall, tallness. You know, like when, when you were trying to make the transition, did you have to? Did you have to say, "Well, I got to move to the four now." No, I mean, I was always really strong. I was an enforcer. No, I mean, back, you don't see guys like Shaq and these guys are seven footers. No. I mean, you do. Like, I mean, I know get, we had like Chuck Hayes here. You don't see here. these guys yeah. anymore. It's a, it's a small ball. So yeah. you don't get the Larry Johnson, the Lonzos of these guys anymore. You know what I mean? Sometimes your fours now are, are taller than the. Tim Duncan like, was a five, yeah. but he played four forever because right. David Robinson was there, right? And you yeah. get used to thinking he's a four, but. I mean, KD's seven feet. He's. he's 
my height or taller, and I'll say this, we were playing, well, I went to a reunion, right, three years ago, and he's a cool dude, humble. He's like, what's up, Klaus? Because I played with Royale, who's like one of his best friends. He's like, what's up? And no joke, he hit some threes, had a goal watch on him, hit some threes, then they played, uh, they were playing pickup, right? You want to play? I was like, man, I'm hungover. <laughs> he stole, so this guy was supposed to be like a, a, a top 20 pick, right? One of the point guards we had, I forget his name, he's not even in the league, but. He ripped the ball and he dunked from the free throw line like it was nothing. And I've never seen him do that. Yeah. He stole the ball and dunked from the free throw line. KD. And I was like, are you kidding me? And he's humble. He treats everyone the way you want to be treated. And that's the thing I respect about guys like that. I heard he would. PJ's the same way. Yeah. Now, these other guys are big time. You know, Booby, I don't remember Daniel Gibson played LeBron. Booby, I call him Booby. What's up, yeah. Booby? <laughs> and if you're watching Booby, I'm going to email this shit to you. You are a Booby. <laughs> oh, Booby. <laughs> Movie, do you movie. still love the game like you did? I do. I wish I could play more. I put a goal in trying to get my kids into it, but I'm not going to force my kids into it. But, yes, I love it. It hurts the next day. Yeah. And people want to yeah. foul. They can't guard me. I'm like, you want to foul me again? And we, it, there's been fist fights. And So where where do you play at? St. Pius had a league. I was in an energy league, and then I was playing with another guy in these real competitive leagues with, like, Marcus Morris and uh, mm. different ex-NBA Europe players. It gets real competitive and, like, feisty as fuck. Yeah, yeah. you got to be ready to ball. And, like, people found me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen the video of the Memphis Punch. Or, so, yeah, I was going to ask you about Can that. you find it? Uh, I did not I have a DVD at home. Yeah. For some reason, they what happened? What, what, this, what, what happened? Because y'all were winning that game, right? Uh, they were number four in the country, and we we're like number nine. They were number nine, and we we're number seven. And uh, I scored like eight points right off the bat in the second half on Joey Dorsey. Played for the Rockets yeah. over him. Yeah, I mean, not a great guy, but anyways, I mean, a great player, <laughs> great athlete, great dunker. Made the league good for him. I'm not hating on him. Yeah. We couldn't guard me. Not Lamarcus couldn't guard me. Dwight Howard couldn't guard me. I played summer league. This is real talk. I wasn't yeah. here bullshit shit. So they sent me to Goon after I scored those eight points, right? And he hit me in the nose on purpose, broke my nose on purpose. Just had the fucker fixed Fuck. from practice. So I'm like, mother. So I know. So I go down elbow. the next. So yeah, I'll get you yeah. the footage when we can put it in there somehow. But he elbowed me. So I run down the court. Daniel hits, shoots a three. And I go to like block him out. And I just <laughs> diaphragm punch him. We did boxing in the summer for yeah. training. <laughs> I leveled him, right? And I was on Dig Vitale's like top player of the year. He's like, that's the dirtiest play I've ever seen. I didn't know at the time, but I told the streak, I was like, I punched him. But no one could see it because of the angle. The way I did it was very sly and slick. And nice. So I know, I know Barnes had to come out and say something about it. I saw that much. But behind the scenes, is he like, I mean, you do what you did. You, you had to do it's really funny. Yeah. I, I don't, we'll get into, dive into it later because it's a really important lesson for kids and just people in general. But I got in trouble with the girl, right? The domestic thing that wasn't what I did. I wasn't raised that way. And what happened is she signed out for David. And this is why the outcome was, was I got to stay in school because that mm-hmm. year multiple cases happened with other players best, and they were kicked out of school, right? There's so many example of me, but, uh, I only got suspended one game and he said, Hey, do you not fucking get it? Do you not fucking get it? And that was the night at dinner. We won the game. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here with PJ and some guys. I'm like, fuck, man, I can't, like. Next day, he's, like, talking to another player. This guy, Brad Buckman. He's like, would you fucking do that? You, you know, he's calling all these words. And he'll stand up for his team. Because they saw the video of what happened. So they're like, oh, we get it. Yeah. I mean, the guy hit me on purpose in the face. And I'm not the kind of guy that would let that shit go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something. Right I'm going to say something about another dude that I know that got slipped. By my boy Klotz here. He knows. If he's watching, he knows. He knows. And I, won't, I won't bring that up. We were laughing about that earlier. Great guy. I love that dude. And that whole thing that happened, I wish it never happened. But you get liquid courage in it. It was like, hey, man. You can't love. You can't. Lo- I don't want to say the word. But, you know, I got daughters. So we can't love these hoes. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just as bad as us. And at the time, I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was with my girl. And I jumped on my back like a spider monkey. <laughs> And they, whatever happened, that's, there's a reason there's weight divisions, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was just saying, I was just thinking <laughs> that in my head, man. And there's no disrespect, there's I love that guy, see me, I love, I yeah. love my man. Yeah. yeah. We ain't got to dive into it, I was just dude, making a joke because we were talking about It don't matter how many muscles I put on, dude. Yeah. But he came in all crazy, you can't come <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, wait, hold on, you want to flex on that a little <laughs> bit? It don't matter how many muscles. Yeah. I think it doesn't weight, matter how many muscles. There's weight classes for a reason. Hey, I don't let your emotions get the best because you're not going to be using your head and you're going to be, you know. 
That was a quick one. Yeah. That's why. I didn't get to see almost it. Almost as fast as that Mikey. instant lunch. It, it is almost as That's fast why I don't as fight, instant bro. lunch, man. But I'm That's mad that fight. I didn't get to see it because I really wish I would have, <laughs> and I think he probably deserved <laughs> I think it. Was like, hey, man, fight. Yeah. Nothing good. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And this is real talk. Nothing good comes out of fighting. Unless you're getting paid to do the stuff. It, it ain't worth it for what? Yeah. yeah. Nothing gets solved. Maybe here and there, but not really. Yeah. Ain't nothing good come out of it. I do wish, though, people would just put up their dukes and fight some shit out, though. I, and y- this is a different context, obviously. Are you talking about people that are the same size? I think he should have said that. No, hey, I just said, being young, like, you should have put gloves on, and it should have been controlled, and, like, I don't think drinking, but sometimes arguments, to me, would be better just fought. Like like we said before, some of our best friends are, yeah. like, people that we fought. When that happened, yeah. I was leaving for a job for basketball, play overseas, mm-hmm. and when he jumped on me that time, I didn't. I was walking with Wendy to the car. He jumped on my back. I was in sandals like a dumbass, which I never wore. I slipped out and I fucked my foot up. So I couldn't put a shoe on for three weeks. I was in the best shape of my life. I couldn't put a fucking shoe on for three, four weeks because of the the concrete burn. What, do you what an it? asshole. So, I mean, I guess you could say he won almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. did he? Man, he showed you. <laughs> he showed, <laughs> showed you the fucking headbutts to your fist. <laughs> I got some new KDs, some new Kevin Durant, some squad. I couldn't put them on because my foot was greasing. Man, we could jump past oh. that. Go on with your list, Nico. I just had to throw yeah. that in there. And the reason why Do I threw that in it? there is because the, you won't come on the show. So I hope you watch this and get embarrassed and come and defend right, yourself. Okay. Who? Sergi. You <laughs> won't show he up? He had every, I guess he had every right to not realize. If I would go back in the past, say, man, real talk, what are, who cares? Like, I don't even know what it's about. Who cares? Let's go eat some sushi. Let's yeah. do it. Can you still do it? What do you think? <laughs> no. Watch him dunk that beer. That's a no. Dunk that beer. Pull a video. I just was at the UT. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Whatever, no, guy. I can bang really hard, so you know this. Yeah, I'm just playing. So hey, what uh, I want to see you bang right now is because we didn't bring beer to the set. So I want to see you bang that beer down. Do you bang know? the beer. Yeah, slam one. Bang the beer. Yeah, slam one. Let's see what you got. See if you came to party. Is this our kids section? This is the kids section of the program. Listen, kitties. Clots came to go all in. Ooh, that was cold. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's throw it somewhere. Yeah. All right, go all on, right, Nico. Sir, Sorry to interrupt. You, look, so you, still love, you still love basketball. Do you root for uh, any teams? Is there a team that you root for besides UT? I don't root for anyone. Really? Not even? Talk. I don't watch sports anymore. We don't have cable. I mean, I do. I, I had a lot of fun watching the game at UT, but I really struggled with just how just discombobbled they looked. They didn't have an identity. Mm. The post guys had no post moves. The shooters were just taking it. You can see there's like, uh, I want to be the star kind of situation, which is fine. Every team has that. But ISO ball. I, I wasn't impressed. I, I don't, I love the NBA. I love the Rockets. I love watching Hakeem and those guys. But now, I mean, I love watching John Morant. I love watching LeBron. Uh, and he's a freak, bro. Yeah, man, the Heat are really good. But with I have three kids. It's really hard to, they yeah. don't care about basketball. What age is it? Uh, nine, five, and three. Okay, yeah, you're but really I love basketball. I still don't have time to watch this much. Yeah. Uh, when you look back at your career, whether it was on the pro level or the uh, collegiate level or even high school, man, is there a couple of moments that always stand out when you're thinking about basketball? I, it's not my identity. A lot of people want to put it as that, but I see it as like uh, I I had the height and I worked my ass off and did what I could with it. I mean, Rick Barnes even said, I didn't know I could turn chicken shit into chicken salad. Mm. Yeah, He says one of the hardest work he's ever had, other than Austin Crozier. If you remember him from Providence, that played for Indiana for a long time with Reggie Miller and them. And so it was a compliment, but... So I have a so question. So you're using, the, you're using the skills. I've had some big moments in basketball. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest I'd say is... Uh, Bobby Knight, after we beat Tech at home one year, my senior, he's like, if I could have one player in the Big 12, it'd be me, Jason Klotz. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I have the article I say, because that was a big compliment yes. for me. Uh, so yeah, I have a question. Awesome. If you don't want to be defined as a basketball player, what's your definition? What do you want to be defined at? Because I know you got a lot more better, bigger so things than basketball so that I've seen you do. the way other people want to be treated. You're a family man. Fair, you know? I don't care if you're the bus boy or you're the, the head CEO. I don't care. I treat yeah. people the way I want to be treated. As someone that worked hard, man, I worked for everything. Nothing was handed to me. You know where I come from. I grew up next to Eisenhower. Nothing was given to me. People were like, oh, you're tall, but how you tall guys, you know, that suck. Remember Brandon Crump? I mean, remember me dunking on him? <laughs> you remember the moment at Klein when there was a timeout? Remember those games at Klein? These are sold-out games. Where were you, in Inwood? I grew up in Inwood North. I grew up in Inwood West. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know Gabe Giordano? Doesn't sound familiar. So, I, uh, me and uh, my brother and... Three other guys started a gang called Inwood Kings. 
I don't know if it was around when you never heard yeah. of him. Okay. <laughs> I showed up at a party actually one time, just years out of high like school. Like a gang gang or like ours together? No, like friends? gang gang. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> yeah, man, we clicked each other in. For What's the difference between a gang and a gang gang? Uh, well, we weren't afraid to use, you know, to use guns. I think, I think oh, that so. maybe the difference he might be talking about is like. A, know, a group of friends. And a group of friends that's just like, you know. At Klein like, Forest, they did a they did an operation. Oh, they did an operation. Force. They brought in uh, police officers on the gang task force. They did. For a whole week. I was one of the guys they brought in, and they were asking me questions like, what gang are you in? I was like, uh, I'm not in a gang. They were like, what's your gang name? You I was like, I'm that. not in a gang. <laughs> 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 this is a true story. People used to pop trunk in the parking lot with guns in high school, yep. and I was like, I grew up around guns on the farm and stuff, but I was like, I'm not bringing this shit to school. A guy one time tried to put a gun in my back, but I was like, this Asian guy, I was like, what the fuck are you? Yeah, doing? Asians were big back in the 90s, yeah. mid-90s. Mike, Mikey went to the junior high right next to Clint Force. Wonderlick. Yeah. Wonderlick. I went there and I came in seventh grade. I went to Clyde Media and then moved to Alabama and yeah. came back. I was an intermediate, so... Somehow uh, went to Alabama, came back to the same school. So I was like, "Can I went to climb?" Man, we're right yeah. down the street from Acres Homes, y'all. Yeah, the faux faux <laughs> gang. They're gang gangsters, gangster gangsters. Yeah, man, real, real talk. All right, man. So, uh, man, so you don't really like to watch sports? I do. Let, let me uh, let me clarify. I guess after COVID and everything, and all the you know different things of standing up for this and that, I, I don't get into political stuff. But it's just like sports entertainment. Yeah. I mean, we all want to get away from our day. We, we get it. You're a professional athlete and you work hard and that's your job. And there's all this blo- do that outside of it. And it kind of turned me off for a while. And really the, the talent and the NBA and the NFL and all the shit that's going on, right? Like uh, you look at Deshaun Watson, like what's just play sports. We want to be yeah. entertained. We all have jobs and we yeah. want to, yeah. we like to watch people hit heads and dunk on people for the entertainment, not the bullshit. So has there been a shift? It's almost like, the people that become professional athletes, they somehow, people think of them as an influencer and like they're important. I mean, they're just good at sports. It doesn't mean they're a good person. And I Are, think that's a real problem in society. That's a problem with I all think celebrities. that's in anything, yeah. right? With yeah. All, yeah. all celebrities, man. That's in anything with celebrities. Like, uh, I don't need you. You're not a political science now, right? major. I don't need your politics. Yeah. You know? Yeah, hey. why are you qualified to even talk about this shit? <laughs> hey, did, did you graduate in, high school? You know? Hey, back in 2002, you had a damn college uh, email to get on Facebook. Yeah. Then they changed it, and then you get all these... Everyone has an opinion, right? Does everyone need an opinion? Yes, you, you should. Everyone deserves an opinion, but when you start... Do we need to hear it? it? Do we need to hear it? Yeah, not everyone's opinion really is that educated yeah. and yeah. matters. Yeah. They might think it does. Just keep that shit around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, LeBron, just keep your own the fucking ball and dunk up. Has he done great things? Yes, he has. I love him, but some of us are just asinine. It's like, you know, you're getting, they're getting motivated. And they have a lot of people pushing and pulling them. And, I'm sure. And they, they, they have made the movie. Follow the dollars. Or asking yeah. anybody to think, I get it. Follow the dollars, man. Got hate LeBron. I, don't, I don't hate anyone. That's a strong word, right? Like, I love LeBron. I think he's a top five player, maybe top three, four. I mean, he's could be argued for top two. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd take him over Kobe. Me too. Who? I would. And when I, I say would. I would, because they don't fly helicopters. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn! We're going all in. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, I like it that we brought that hey, on. Hey, everyone told you not to fly that day. It's an AU game, not a, you know? Oh, that's a good shit. That's, a good <laughs> that's crazy, shit. man. Uh, yeah, so while you're at UT, I know that, uh, you know, Vince uh, kind of led the You team know, that's too. a good, humble guy. I've heard some stories lately, and... What a story. Yeah, you can say the same for me. I, I don't care. I want as talented as that guy. Who could run and throw and do what he did? I mean, he could dance on people. Yeah. As as an athlete on campus, do you think that you uh, find yourself ex- as excited for a championship that's in another sport as the rest of the alumni? Yeah, because there's a lot of guys I was in class with, whatever is drama and English. And guys, I know how hard they work. I mean, they do. They're fucking... Busting their ass every day at practice. Vince, all of them. Roy Williams when he was there, all those guys. You know, rest his soul. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vince and Cedric. Oh, yeah, man. And they did. Yeah, these are guys you went to class with and knew that. and knew their girlfriends with the same parties, and everyone knew the shit you went through, right? They knew how hard Coach Barnes was to play for, how hard those guys were, the strength coaches. And I do. I always supported you too when I was there. Now, since I left in that. Mac Brown, those guys left, and Rick when they. Ah. That was a dumb. That was so stupid. Mac Brown and Rick Barnes, those were the best the recruiters they ever had. I forget the AD's name, but he can't really screwed stuff up. But yeah, um, I always pulled for my t- people, man. I mean, 
That's cool. Okay. UT was a good, easy school to do yeah, it at, man. The really camaraderie there is really, really good, right? I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, the basketball team, everyone's trying to make the league, right? So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. When 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 you went to Euroball, was it with the idea that uh, you know that you were only going to play Euroball, or did you think I'm going to get this as a way in? If I didn't uh, get in trouble with uh, the you know the girl I dated in college, who was on the Palm Squad and all this stuff and the stuff that happened, I mean that was. Uh, Sure. I worked out for every team except for the Heat and the Hornets. I mean, I could shoot, I could post up, I could rebound, I did whatever you said, you know. Yeah. But that was just one of those things. If you're, you know, I'll say it, if you're a white guy and you have a character issue, it's going to be real hard to draft you mm. and do stuff. But every coach, Joe Dumars, everyone I worked out for when I was with the Magic in the Summer League, I mean, I killed Dwight every day. And he's just like, man, there's a spot for you in the NBA. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, watching but, you play in uh, college, we all thought you would just get drafted right away. So uh, Everyone said that, but that's the thing. You have a character season. That's what I'll say to everyone out there watching. You know, probably people watching older really have kids. Everything's recorded on the internet. Everything will come back to haunt your ass. Yeah. And that was back in 2004 or five. So Can you only imagine what would it be like to... <laughs> Some like, kids we talk house. about that all the time. Like, can you imagine if we recorded the stuff that we did? Yeah, oh, we'd be in prison. Yeah, we'd yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, or again, I don't know if I'd be in prison. Well, let's just say maybe. <laughs> I would be. I didn't do some of us I, might go I, back. I, I, I didn't do as much time as some people I know, but I had to do two months for that shit in Austin County for that mm. for the plea dealer. I was wow. there. We're gonna butt fuck me and make an example, even though an affidavit was signed. But here's the point: if something happens, just get the fuck out of the car and run. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hit anyone. I don't even want to hit dudes. And I didn't... Everything will come back and fuck your world up. And, and things are so delicate now. Someone might just tweet something that... There's so many people that hate. Just yeah. shut up and go about your business and work. Put your head down and work hard. You know yeah. what I mean? And I did and got unlucky on that. It's almost like freedom of speech too, man. It's become a curse in my opinion, man. Like, I mean, you know how hard I worked and to see my dreams shattered and everything like that. Like when that happened, I was like, my God, yeah. are you kidding me? How hard I worked because I was going to transfer from UT to TCU. And they're like, you can start the next day. And I double-doubled every game after that. So it's like, and then that happened, you know, going into the summer of my senior year, I was like, what a rainy cloud. You see, you don't want anything hanging over your head. You know what I mean? That's, at what point did you realize that the dreams of kind of making it to the end, if those were your dreams? Uh, Every interview, they asked, hey, have you still seen this person? Or do you know where they live? Have you talked to them recently? And like, you got to answer everything because they are, it's just like an interview for a big corporation. They're going to raise red flags on your answers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. But I mean, they. So you tough. knew during the interview process there was no, I mean. Uh, no, there was a chance, but like it, getting drafted was out of the thing. I mean, I was yeah. considered a, a lock in the top 10 of the second round, not the first round. I was considered going like 40th. Yeah. That's still great. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a job, but I mean, I killed it in summer league and yeah. in practice. And So after that, that brought you to travel around to How's all over the world, agent, really. I mean, I'm curious about what, yeah, what's the next step in yeah. that? Like, how did oh, that the, the all coaches come out? Because we had NBA players coming out of UT already. You yeah. Know? So we, they've got agents galore, but I picked a guy, a glass agency, uh, Keith Glass. Great guy. I mean, they, they directed me in the right direction. I mean, that's it, what is what, and they're brutally honest. Yeah. That's what I liked about them instead of Octagon, like Chris Mim, who I talked about earlier, that was an influencer for me going to UT. Yeah. They'll tell you what you want to hear and get you jobs. Um, I had a job going to play for uh, Alba Berlin in Germany. Yeah. And this is when the internet was getting strong, right? Or coming about in 05. You know, I mean, it was about, we had dial up in 2000, and it was getting strong. And they're like, hey, you know, I signed a deal for 600000 out of college. I'm like, Nice. Right, now that's like yeah. what nine hundred? Yeah, sure. Oh, more, more than that, probably. Yeah, a million too. I yeah. don't know. I mean, playing for the biggest clubs basketball in Germany. Yeah. And they Google my name and voided the contract. Really? Oh shit! Oh, no yeah. way. That sucks. Damn. I thought I was leaving that week, and they called and canceled. And then I went to a camp in Oregon to go play in China, and I got drafted uh, fourth out of the two hundred guys there. Talents there. It's just uh, oh. How long did you play in China? You, you know, it was with a woman who I got in trouble with. And I said, because people didn't know this shit, right? I didn't do anything, but it doesn't matter. They run it in the paper, and I still want to go to the Austin Statesman and sue them today for slander. Yeah. Because what they report is not what happened. If I punch someone, you see what has happened. Yeah. If I did that, you know, to her, she'd be dead. Yeah. That's not what happened. So, anyway. Yeah, so, we had, a, we had a guy on here not too long ago, Ben, and, man, it's... We could go on about this forever about people getting railroaded through this system, and it's almost like an accusation is a is a conviction these days. Not only it's that, but you up, have you know? district attorneys. <clears throat> yeah. who we are weren't there, and, and, and you know, you yeah. see on the news or seeing this happen with football players and stuff. But yeah. 
the agitation that a woman or whoever males that will do to someone and the crazy thing that happens in relationships. I mean, this was goofy. This is like something so corny. It's sad, but you know, it's made me a better person. I think if I went to the league and did all that at the time, I think I would have blown money and been dead by now, mm. which we can talk about later. I almost did. There's a lot of other things that are going on in your life now with your job and your family. Like I think all that was happening for a reason. So I agree. What's up now, man? What are you doing now? I believe, everything happens for a reason, yeah. man. Like, uh, the bad stuff that happened, I just try to get through. I hit rock bottom. You probably saw that at one point. But now I'm the director of a company. And, uh, after basketball, after I got done playing, I was like, what do I do? I'm not an architect. I'm not a, you know, I'm not an engineer. What do I do? But I'm good with, you know, relationships. Yeah. I know how to treat people. And, and I'm honest. If I don't know the answer, I'm not going to lie to you. So now I'm the director of sales for a company out of Spain. Cool. And you've been doing that for a minute now, right? Ten years now. Ten I started years. as an inside sales guy. I learned it from the bottom, from the top, from a guy that taught me a yeah. lot. And um, it pays the bills and keeps us happy. And I love working for them. They're great people. Uh, it's something I enjoy. Now, like, uh, it's just a different market. But uh, yeah. I'm doing different other things, too, as well. Do you think some of your uh, leadership and basketball responsibilities translated not to the sales part, but the leadership role that you're in now? The coaching? No I was the MVP in the... I was the team leader. Yeah. I mean, that I have Travis Rod, which is corny, but like, here's the thing. You got to hold everyone accountable in the room, right? When you're on a basketball team, you got five guys. If you didn't block out and get that rebound or if you didn't do the defense, because these guys, the coaches spend a lot of time breaking down film, whatever industry you're in, you got to do your part. And if they give you the report, just do it. I yeah. held people accountable. Sometimes people don't like it, but I was always voicing my opinion. I didn't yeah. care to speak up or say this or that. I mean, there's a reason I was yeah. the captain of the team. It doesn't surprise me that you were. It doesn't surprise me at all. And, and yeah, playing in front of 20,000 people and all that, that's where you really, they, we call it nut cutting time. Like, are you going to choke up and not hit the free throw or airball it? Hey, man, it's, it's just a moment in time. Just do your best. If you miss a shot, who gives an F? Yeah. Maybe another shot. Yeah. Exactly. You miss all the ones you don't shoot. But did you miss your assignment? Hey, were you supposed to be at the job at 9 a.m.? And then people get there at 9.30. People tell me 9 a.m. when they, the coaches used to go, hey, 8 a.m., be here at practice. I'd be there at 7. 6.45, I'm getting a hot tub, I'm going to go shoot and do my thing. Like, Yeah. Is that how you show up to meet, you show up in meetings 15, 30 I'm minutes early? Yeah, I had a meeting too. today, and a guy was like, hey, and it, he's a Mr. Customer, but it's a new job. And I said, hey, I guess I'll sit in my truck for an hour, just joshing with him, like, because he's, you know, I, was, I left Victoria, Texas three hours away to get there on time at 11. Yeah. No biggie, but I was like, hey, man, you know, I guess I'll sit in my truck for an hour. Because if I showed up to start the job late, not a great impression. Do, you, do you find that, that that has gotten worse with your customers since COVID? I've, I've, I've seen that. I've wondered how other industries maybe have been. No, in oil and gas, my customers are, man, I, I'm glad I'm more amount on the mill side. I sell the distributors. They have to deal with the well and the the operator, which is EOG, Chevron, Shell, et cetera. It's a nightmare. Because I'm just selling a couple sizes. They're dealing with everything. They're dealing with all these different sizes, the shipping, how it gets there, the uh, inspection at the rig. I mean... These people are on point. But, yes, this concrete stuff I'm doing, yeah, if you're late or something, I mean, I just don't get it. Hey, yeah. you don't show up to class late. I mean, we did in high school at times, but it feels like high school, more you're people, learning, man. right? I, I don't, yeah. At this age, you expect professionalism, yeah. right? I was, you know, me and my brother were raised by my granddad and so uh, when we were younger. And so, he, you know, he came out, his, grand, you know, his dad came out of depression, you know. So, it was like, man, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. That's you know? how I agree. That's true. But that that kind of thing is not taught anymore yeah. with the younger generation. You know, it's like, a big eh, I, mean, I showed up fifteen minutes late. You know, so I'm in sales and I show up fifteen minutes early just to get myself ready for the meeting. You know, I'm in there researching what I'm doing, make sure Shaving I got all my ducks in a row. No. If you're walking in the door with your briefcase right at the meeting time and with your nuts unshaven, you know, yeah. you're in a bad. Spot. Have you ever had to shave? But your nuts you know, in the back? Hey, you know, I'll give this. If you're gonna be late, you know, I'll say, hey guys, this is what happened. I might be five ten late. Yeah, I yeah. really apologize. And this, I'm not gonna give you some. Oh, my wife had tight kids. Don't give me your bullshit. Hey, I'm running late. I'll be there at this time. I got everything prepared. I've already studied for the meeting. Yeah. It's different if you show up late and you're like, <laughs> well, communication yeah. is like 110 yeah, percent of it. This like, is my, my guy's here. I'm like, if you're late, why the fuck didn't I know? Key you know, word that's what I want to know. Why didn't word, I know? Communication, and this is what people I say with the guys I'm in business with. I'm like, I said 9:30. You didn't communicate me to this, and you didn't communicate this about the job. And now we're going to have to go back and charge this, and they don't want to pay it. Yeah. It's coming out of your pocket. You didn't communicate that to me. Yeah. 
You got to talk on defense. You got to talk on the football field. You got to talk to your kids. You got to talk to your wife. You got to talk to whoever. Yeah. If you don't express it, how the fuck do I know what's going on? True. That's uh, one of the. But yes, we're old school like you. I, mean, yeah. I was taught that way. Yeah. That's what happens when you live in Inwood. Yeah. <laughs> you start a gang game. You start that start gang, gang game. game what is it called? The Inwood Kings? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if you're the Kings. <laughs> Be careful what you say on the yeah. show, class. This is live, yeah, man. They might come after you. Yeah, they might come oh, after you. The Kings. Yeah. I think they're still around. Two of the founding members are dead. Well, maybe they're not around. Hey, this is why I carry this. That, that ain't, that ain't gonna mess up no king, dude. Man. I know. Yeah. There's three of them. So yeah. There's only hands. three left. Man. There's three, three left. Man. Wait, two are dead, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. Of the originals. Of the originals. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, man. That's, uh, that's what happens when you come from that area. I'm sure you know some people that are passed away. I do yeah. know a lot of people that. I mean, that's a rough. We grew up in a rough place. I didn't come for money. We used to grow up on layaway. Yeah. Uh, real talk. I mean, yeah. I'm not kidding when I talk about the clothes I wore that didn't fit yeah. and the shorts and. So I think I think it's interesting because we have a lot of people on here that are friends and, you know, kind of grew up, but we all kind of started from the same spot. You know, I grew up lower middle class. My dad became successful as I grew up in my teenage years, but all of us came from some rough neighborhoods. I mean, I grew up in Alden as well. I didn't move to Klein until my freshman year. So I think this is really unique that there's so many of us that started from that. And that are on doing these shows and talking about businesses we run and companies that we work for. I think it's obvious the way we handle ourselves. You, you, and I, I don't know you that well, but the way you do, I mean, it's, I, you, you don't speak about it. You just get the aura and you know that someone's been through something or, and I know your histories and yeah. you know mine. You just, you get through it and you just, I, it's like I said earlier, you keep your head down and you work through it. You get these people that want to be fake the funk and talk about this and that. I don't talk about that shit. I don't care. Like. Oh, you're hard because you came from the hood. No, I, yeah, I did. I didn't come from money, but yeah. yeah, I was in the hood, but I didn't get in that gangster shit. Yeah, we got in fights and stuff, but it's like, how do I get myself out of here? And how do I better my life and my family's life? And how do I apply what I was given to what I want to do, you know? Mm. It's philosophy. I don't really get into it. <laughs> well, you know, you get these rappers, I came from this, and Mama did, yeah. and Mama... Ah, my man, parents it together, sounds a lot divorced. like science. And we have a show, a little thing on the We Don't Know Jack show. Science is for pussies, yeah. right? I just built a rocket recently. A rocket? Uh, Straight yeah. to hell. Straight to hell. Science. Yeah. Science. <laughs> I like science. Hold on. Hold science, on. I like man. science. Me too. I mean, I'm a science fan. On one of our first shows ever. One of our first shows ever. I don't even remember why we said that. Science I don't know why it was either, but it was we were joking about like COVID and this This and guy that. from Chicago he texts, sends us a message yeah. and yeah. says, y'all should get t-shirts made to say science is for pussies. <laughs> Oh uh, man! I think what the, I think what the joke was is that we were talking about science and COVID, and then there's a lot of people that have the bumper stickers that like I believe in science. I'd say you know? so. We just made it as a joke, but it is kind of funny. And I think the shirts would actually sell along with our other product that mm-hmm. we're working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just say, hey, bumping your gums is for pussies. Like, be about it. Don't talk about it. Right? Like, yeah. we've been there and we know this, and it's like it sucks to be there. Yeah. I've seen my mom and dad struggle and lose his job, and we moved to Alabama. Fuck. That sucked. Yeah. Living without my dad for a while, and then someone robbed our house, and we had a go kart at the time that we built. These motherfuckers took everything and let it, not everything, they put everything that I liked, like the stereo and some like salt and pepper CDs onto the go kart <laughs> and drove out. One of my never saw him chase him, but here's the thing, man. It's just like, put your head down and keep working, man. We're, in, we're not hood still. Like, let's grow up here. If you yeah. think you're still hood, like, maybe you're in the right Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't want to be hood. You know, <laughs> like, once no, I got no. out, I was like, Yo, now, now I catch myself going, man, babe, we got to move further out. I talked to you. Yeah. We got to move further out. The metro line is getting too close to us. That's why the yeah. Magnolia, Texas, is where the hills start. Oh, hey, once you get out, man, you ain't going back. You yeah. know, no, my no. kid. You know, my my kids I'm are all nineteen sixty. My kid going. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. Any of my employees, the people I work with, they they have no idea of my past. You know, I think, you know, I, I don't talk about it too much, but in my experience, I guess that we we're talking about, I want it for the kids, right? Because, like, kids don't know, like, I have a, a one of my best friends that's on parts of this concrete thing. His son's an excellent athlete, track, football. He's going to stick with baseball track, but he was posting stuff on Instagram. You know, I'm not going to say the words you use, but I'm like, hey, brother, these days anyone can screenshot it. Anyone, mm-hmm. And if you're going to go to play pro baseball, do you really want that hanging <laughs> over your head, brother? Yeah. You want me to tell you about my past experience is what I told him? And, like, I told him, he's like, man. And then you know, they get back on their phone and yeah, 
Hey man, everything you do on that phone is recorded, screenshotted. So just yeah. Who cares about That's that? so real. And like, we have some pretty, you know, crucial, crazy text feed. And sometimes we'll screenshot it just to fuck with each other. But man, it's true, dude. Once it's on, once it's on a device, it never goes. I take a picture sometimes of our text chain and I send it to I go, man, I'm saving this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm currently being blackmailed for a yeah. lot of different things by uh, Nico over here, uh-huh. man. So whatever. Well, you see it, it's you fake news. Hey, call your Come on, get shit real quick. Call these canes. Come on, boy. Yes, sir. We'll clean the lot. We're going to have some trees down. In wood. What else you got on your sheet, Nico? I mean, I have my my way back Wednesdays. Are you going to do a way back Wednesday? All right, man. Where are we at on time? So So right now we're about 40 minutes in, you know. I don't know if you have a way back Wednesday. I'll do a quick one. Can we go back to the past? You said it's not many people know the past. There weren't many people I was scared of back in the day. And I wasn't like trying to do much. But there's one person... It was fucking funny, but also I was like, "Oh goddamn, I ain't fucking with him." So this <laughs> is this boy. is this is who we're talking about right here. Mikey, that was oh, this guy right here Jim on camera. Oh, Jim and is. So Mikey, you he wasn't the only person scared of you growing up, man. There was a there was a lot of. I think people, there's a man. lot of people. Scared. And so yeah. and so now you've become a cupcake. So how did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> man. Look, I'm telling you, more like hey, a fruit cake. God, more like reason, a fruit cake. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, man. I'm I'm totally different than than how I used to be. In a good way. In a good way, yeah. And I, and I'm I'm I think it was just a different mindset, you know. I mean, when you talk about gangs, like I was in real gangs, like you oh, know what no. I mean. Like we were at in in middle school, you know, we're walking around with guns, you know. I I, I mean, so <laughs> I was just happy to to you know not show my kids, you know, that, that, that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed, you know? So, I mean, you are so. blessed because the way you were, I was, I was like, Oh my God. And the way that, how far you've come with organizing your entertainment system, I have to say, I'm fucking very yeah. proud and your family's beautiful and in it a better life than, you know, looking back or like always bullshit, worried, right? always worrying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. You Paranoid. Know, it was a different lifestyle, yeah. you know? So I uh, once I once I decided that I was leaving all that behind, man, and no more hustling, just working, man. Yeah, things really changed for me. And it's, man, my wife is like the biggest, like support, you know. Without she's her, awesome. you know what I mean, like, and I don't deserve her, man. I did some crazy shit. Hey, I her, agree. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We always ask why she keeps you around. I, I, I so. do. <laughs> but I'm blessed. I'm lucky. You know what you I mean? You are blessed. So, but we all go yeah. through these times, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, we, I, you know, shit, I did. I Not did. what the times, you know, that I didn't go that far, but I mean, for you to do what you did, I'm like, you really did a 316. The shit you're doing now, what a. Yeah. You know, carrying guns and, and, and you know, doing stupid stuff. I carry guns gun. now, but it's for safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to pop an eighth grader. Safety. <laughs> safety. <laughs> when I was an eighth grader, I was like, all right, so let's hear this way back Wednesday. Yeah, so a lot got? of people uh, probably know. I mean, if you know Mikey, Mikey's pretty athletic. Very, uh, very strong. Yeah. Uh, and, Freakishly and we'll, long arms. We, yeah, dude. Let's talk and look at the, these hands, we, dude. Back the story is the story. Okay, okay, about these okay. Hands. So let's let's do this. So six six nine. You're about six foot. I'm gonna put it on together. Y'all put y'all's hands together. I bet you Mikey's hands is bigger. No, but no, it, no. but it's gonna be just as big. My hands are normal. My head dad's hands are huge. No, yeah. his hands are bigger. <laughs> Mikey's his hands are bigger. It, it honestly does look like it might be bigger, Clyde. They're the same. He's got long fingers. Yeah. So I used to yeah. I used to joke around with Mikey saying that he had gorilla arms that just dragged the ground, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. His knuckles well, are all beat. They up. say all men are created equal, yeah. but no, they're not. You see guys with long arms or yeah. tall guys are like really skinny and just very weak, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So before you went to the last stint that you did, mm-hmm. right, just years ago. Uh, you, me, and Sergio went and played some pickup ball at this elementary school next to the house. And I went for a layup, dude. This dude got no ball and fucking smashed my finger, dude, with those big <laughs> monkey claws, dude. Bam! He did, he did. Yeah. Dude, Good. the shit, the shit <laughs> was, it was fat like this, dude. And I kept showing up to work. I worked for this uh, gentleman who's uh, Chinese-American. And, uh, and he was like, oh, that finger looks horrible, you know? And I was like, yeah, man, my friend jacked it all up, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I'm going to take you down to Chinatown. We're going to go to this, uh, to this, you know, guy that I know. He's going to fix that right up. Fix it right up. Cream of simium guy. We go into, dude, what looks like a massage parlor. Oh, and we man. go to the back. Like, we're in back tunnels of this place. 
And it's like a closet that this dude is operating out of. And uh, he's got it there. It, and and I'm like, man, this is weird. But like, this is the owner of my company. It's you know, it's a uh, privately owned company. So whatever. I mean, you know, he probably gets into some stuff. Yeah, I know he does. <laughs> Any case, we, uh, we're in there, and he tells the guy, whatever. You know, you got to take care of his finger. This motherfucker wraps a towel around my finger. And just starts fucking yanking on that shit. Karate <laughs> kicked it like that. <laughs> Dude, That's I was I fucking was sweating. <laughs> I was sweating so bad because I wanted to scream, but I didn't want to do it in front of my in front of the owner of our company. Don't scream. Dude. I thought you were three kings. Three kings. <laughs> <laughs> the shit hurt so bad, dude. Look, I can't bend the finger, dude. It's still <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. It's shaking. That's the cut. Uh, it, all because of this dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've given uh, I've given some people some advice. Don't let Mikey grab you, because once he grabs you, it's done. It's over. With, I had man. a broke foot at the time, but I'll go back to the past. And I was bringing up, and I deserved it. You know, I deserved it. I skated on a bill, and he threw me in a pool. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but Stan was great. I mean, shouldn't you have thrown him in too? Man, we tried. We tried. I was coming back. Hey, so I was playing a minor league in uh, freaking Kansas in Dodge City, Kansas. I came back. I owed him some money. No big deal. And I was like, man, suck my dick. I'll give you the money I get there. I'm broke. And he's like, oh, suck your dick, huh? I was like, not like that, but like, and then I get there and he just throws him in the pool. I'm like, I had a broke ankle too at the time. So, but I learned my lesson. You know, you know it was a valuable lesson at that age. It was like, hey, man, just treat people the way you're going to be treated. Pay your bills. Don't, don't be that guy that skates, you know? And I didn't really skate, I was broke. Mm. And sometimes weight he wasn't don't credit <laughs> when you get suplexed but into yes, the pool. The motherfucker is strong. Don't let him yeah. get a hold of you. You might get gripped to death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, muggle monkey claws. So man. that finger's still jacked, man. Uh, it, it'll never be the same day. I'll have to get it rebroken if I want to get it back Here, to where I can bend it. That. Yeah. So has that affected your sports career? It really did, man. I could not do layups anymore. <laughs> I'll teach you how to finger roll. That's what happened, man. I got to do it with three, with just these three fingers now. That's Don't all you need, touch, man. Uh, just push uh, it with the palm. <laughs> push it with the yeah. palm. I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, class. Oh, shit. All right, class, man. I know you got something. I know you came prepared with at least one funny story, man. What you got for us? Way back Wednesday, what you Doesn't got? Doesn't have to be funny. It just be Doesn't have to be funny. funny. I mean, it can be whatever you want. What you got? Okay, you got to have, have one good story that you Shit, for all I know, man, fucking... Tell two. You know, R. Kelly helped him out. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> you want to hear about the time I died? Let's yeah, actually, I fuck yeah. So I leave college. I get cut by Orlando. I'm like, okay, I go play in China after all this stuff in Germany. I go play in China. I come back with, uh, you know, about a bunch of money, 200 grand in cash, right? Because a guy lied about a payment. I'm going to keep this real sweet. I was hiding money in my shoes, my pants, all this shit. You know, I get back. I'm a big ball. And I think I'm a big ball. I don't come from money. I'm like, man, I got money. I'm going to buy some watches. Some clothes. I'm going to go to Nordstrom's. <laughs> they didn't have Nordstrom's racked then. I'm like, Nordstrom's. I'm buying watches, Gucci this, Gucci that. I get on a boat with some people. I'm drinking, you know, having fun with all my friends. It's Memorial Day. And I got the tattoo. Uh, you've seen it. You're like, what is that about? Remember? I was like, you fucking <laughs> asshole. This guy, you know, he's got jokes. <laughs> Real talk, man. So I, I did the right thing. Uh, I sat in the chair next to the captain, right? We're going back on this big boat. I'm fucked up. I ate some shit. I don't know what it was. GHB or whatever the fuck it is. I say it. I don't give a fuck. Back in 2005, boy put me to sleep. I went to sleep in that chair. I'm fine. I'm safe. 30 people on this boat. Ex-teammate and Stan picked me up thinking it's cool, and I'm incoherent. I mean, I wasn't even awake. They picked me up. I'm at the time 270. Dead weight, and they so they're getting me off the back of the boat onto the dock. They drop me in the water. Oh my god, what? I wasn't awake. Wow, I was not awake. I woke up in a goddamn hospital. Yeah, they're gonna lifelight me. So, for 15 minutes, I was missing under the water. There, this is Memorial Day. There, they had dive teams at Carlos and Charlie's. There, they had people out there. Pretty much, we can't find him. Where'd he go? Oh, we just dropped him here. There's bubbles and shit, and people are crying like this motherfucker. The guy owns a boat on Glass Bar in Congress. He's like, Oh, fuck, I'm fucked. <laughs> Fuck. I just killed Jason Klotz. Oh my god. He didn't, but it yeah. did it did. I went up thirty boats away at the end of the docks. Someone sees me, he's, he's right here. So they life me. I wake well, I get in a, they were gonna life me, I got in an ambulance. I wake up, I'm naked with a catheter in my dick, which burns like fuck. Yeah. Don't ever catheter. 
shit in my shorts and cut them off. You talk about just embarrassment and just not embarrassment, but like what the hell happened? Don't ever put your life or your situation in someone else's hands or get to the point where you get inebriated and you can't take care of yourself because who people pick me up out of a boat and drop me in the goddamn water. So Why just there four guys or for five a little, guys for a little reference though, people? GHB was used as a, like a date rape type of drug. Bodybuilders use it to sleep good at it night. It gives you really good sleep. Yeah, it will make you go unconscious. Uh, too much. It will make you, I did. Yeah. I said, I'm getting tired. And the guy goes, I'm man, I'm passing out. I'm going to sit in this chair. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm safe. And then I wake up in the hospital with my sister and one teammate, Brian Boddicker. How long did they... Well, I guess, were you resuscitated? So, when I woke up, the doctor said, you're the luckiest motherfucker I've met in a while. I work at the ER, and I've seen stuff. He's like, how you lasted underwater that long? He's like, you had to... Since you were unconscious, is why you're alive, because you, if you were, you probably would have taken water and died. Ah, so you weren't so even... So, I'll tell you this. This is really crazy. After that night, I had premonitions. I predicted three deaths. The person I got in trouble with in college, her dad's death. He played in the NFL. Yeah. He died. And I told her it was going to happen. She didn't believe me. It happened. Then another person's death. I want to bring them up. And then a coach's death, his father. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? And this is like, you know, I said everything's aligned. The stars are aligned. I believe in uh, it was meant to be. Yeah. Is there a God and all this? I don't know. I'm not super religious. I believe there's a higher power because the shit that I saw while I was out was weird. And then to premonition that was really fucking weird. And I wouldn't make this shit up for y'all. This is all documented. But you know what sucked about that? The school, I was like, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. And like, what are you doing? I was like, man, I don't know. It happened and it was a real accident. I felt bad about it. But after that, I was like, when people saw me, I went out the next night because I was like, I'm not going to like hide this and be like all embarrassed about it. I was like, I don't give a fuck. It happened. Y'all were there too. Oh, yeah. I didn't drop myself in the water. I sat in the right chair. Yeah. On a big boat. And two people decided, maybe why didn't four people help? Or, so, so some of these premonitions, like after recalling what happened, do you kind of remember like not being there? Do you think like your spirit went somewhere else? Or yeah, what do you, so what do you, all I saw was white lights. I don't know right. if my brain's playing tricks on me. Okay. I didn't talk to anyone. No one, it was almost like going through a wormhole. And that's real talk. I mean, really? I've talked to this about a few people. I mean, I've moved back to my parents for a little bit because they were worried about this. I mean, this has really happened. I mean, yeah. This is. Doctors have a term for this, like when that happened, the, the white tunnel vision. Also, like people get meningitis was like yeah. a death sentence. Like uh, there's a doctor that got, I read a whole book, it's called uh, Proof of Heaven, but I'm not going to go into that. But what I, I didn't see anything. I was just moving through the light. And when I woke up, I saw my shorts in the fucking trash can. And I was like, God damn, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And some of the stuff I saw was really weird after that, you know, yeah. it changed my life for, I don't know, for the better. Cause I just went hard after that. I, I didn't know how to cope with it like everyone's like you know i was on this path of making a lot of money i just came back with 200 grand cash and then i was like the fuck yeah. and how did, and the stuff that happened was like quick that you know the ex's death's father and these other people was like and then it, it, it has stopped so i don't know how to explain that hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Man, we, we should have I mean, back on to talk about this a little bit more, if you're okay with that. I yeah. would. I mean, because yeah. it, it was like, uh, you heard about it, right? I'm pretty curious about this. And here's, it won't make some light of it. The guy yeah. that dropped me in was taking off his socks and sandals. That's Back why he dropped you? No, no. They dropped me, and then he got on the thing with his backpack and didn't want to get wet. And he, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. He can't swim. He had socks and sandals on. <laughs> and the other guy's... <sighs> Black and I don't know if he could swim or not, but he didn't jump in. And the guy, these guys love me, and this is not, but no one jumped in. I mean, that's a 40, 50 foot deep part of it. I mean, I don't expect him to dive in, but goddamn. I would have 30 done, people man. on the fucking boat. You yeah. thought someone would put their hands in. I would have done, man. Uh, I wouldn't. I never heard about that. I I'll think they in. dropped it. I think everyone, I mean, everyone had been drinking it, but I think there was so much shock and thought I'd maybe wake up. I didn't. I just, I got lucky and they said I did a parabola. Yeah. So I didn't have, I had lung and I had air in my lungs and I just wow. went up and got lucky. Yeah, and it came back up like that from there. The crazy been, part, man, is I don't, I don't know if you've ever tried to. I don't know, Jack. If you've ever tried to hold somebody up in the water, like, man, it's you pretty difficult. You should have seen the people that are coming to me, the yeah. coaches, the string coach, and different NBA players that are my friends are like, man, we're worried about it. I'm like, dude, don't worry about your boy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But it was that, a really yeah. trying time. Really hurt a lot of opportunities and stuff there in Austin. And yeah. Like maybe I'm one of those guys that you know. Yeah, put you in a shitty. After everything that happened before, it's like, 
yeah. Spotify. Oh man, that's horrible. So that those two people owe you their life. I think uh, no, they don't. But yeah, did they do something dumb that they shouldn't have? Do they owe it? Fuck like, them. but like in a good way. You That's know what, what I'm mean? saying like, with kids and anybody. You just always watch out for yourself. Don't get inebriated. The other moral of the story is don't do GHB. Yeah, that too. That's Man, a honestly, pretty good lesson. <laughs> if I, I would use this story to show then. both my daughter and my son. Not how could you reason? When you, we didn't know much about anything. There yeah. wasn't internet like now, and the guys I was getting it from were people I trusted. Yeah. So I have an experience with GHB, and I'll just be real short and sweet. I had no idea about how the dosage worked, and I was young up in Austin too. And they had a little water bottle. Didn't take much, right? And this water bottle was for the whole party. And I was wasted, and I came in, and they were like, oh, GHB? I drank the whole bottle. And they literally had to sit there and watch me breathe. I was snoring so loud, they knew I was alive. And I probably could have died or should have died. This shit is no joke, and you just need a little bit. Everyone was mad at me because I ruined the party. Yeah. They came back to do the GHB, and I, I chucked you, it like an it asshole. It put you to sleep. I mean, it did knock me out. Like, hey, I didn't wake could up. finger your butt, and you wouldn't know. Yeah, you could have done funny. anything. He does that all the time. You could have done anything but you wanted to me. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was snoring. Kevin is so his own hard. proctologist. Yeah, I do that. I turn yeah. my prostate weekly. This yeah. is back in the day though, when people were really experimenting with new chemicals and new things. Yeah, I didn't know shit about. It. I just came from fucking Johnny eating fucking McDonald's butthole every day. I mean, I wanted to get back and have fun, and I made the wrong choice. You know, I was, yeah, that's I nice. did. We got to send shots out to the Take Spotify listeners. A lie, a lie, a lie. We got uh, about five minutes left. Five minutes left on the show. Time flies right in front. It really does, does man. man. What, do you want, what do you want to get off of your mind? Let's hear it. There we go. Uh, let, let's let uh, Klotz uh, well, interview Nico for the last Nico, few minutes. Nico, I want to hear, tell me something that you really believe in or something that you want the audience to know or what's the message we can send? Uh, well, I mean, that would be a much longer conversation. Uh, but, uh, yo. Uh, each person comes from their own past experiences. So some total that makes up you, some total that makes up me is different, right? But uh, I've had a, uh, I've had a very uh, you know eye opening experience um, that led me to uh, say, uh, you know, I've been living my life for me, my entire life, and it's turned out like shit. Uh, and there was always this calling uh, and people in my life to say. Hey, why? I see you like this. I, I think God is calling you to serve people, and uh, and I just never wanted to listen to it because I didn't want to give up control of my life, even though I wasn't really doing well with it. The control that I had. Um, so I mean, again, that's a much longer conversation. But that's I would kind say of what I was saying. The earlier. giving up of control of your life. You think you know everything, right? And then these situations happen that yeah. are really eye opening. I never thought I'd drown in late travels. A place like. Love going to, and I never thought that would happen, but it did. Have you been back to that spot? I have. I, it took me about a... I, it was really weird after that to jump back in the water. Yeah. I'm that sure. was a really weird thing, but... A bit. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool, man. We're about done with time, man. Jason Klotz, we appreciate you coming out. This has been an awesome show. We would definitely like you to come out again. I know we Can talked a lot thing? about your base or your basketball career, but I'd like to hear more about you in general. So, yeah, go ahead, man. The floor is yours. One thing I learned from Coach Barnes, and this is all I'll say, anyone can apply it to their kids or whatever. Time is short on this earth, and they used to say, hey, man, you want to fuck off in this? You only have four years. It's going to fly by, and you could have wished you did more, right, or worked harder. Yeah. Don't take the past for, or the present for granted because it's going to fly by. Absolutely. Use that time to look. We can always get better, right? People think they're a great shooter or great at this or master at cooking. We can always get better as a person, whether it's in our, our industry or skill or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Good, good, good words, man. So it's been great. The show's fucking always awesome. Hey, I hate my time here. <laughs> <laughs> I just kidding. Uh, do we already say Spotify? We love you. We yeah, Spotify, you we're out. YouTube, subscribe. Yeah. Hit us Thanks out, for Nico. watching. Hit us out with the outro. Give them, yeah, the, give them the handles. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We appreciate all the people that subscribe. If you haven't hit it, please. You know, we we love you. Uh, I thought we were going to plug our business. Yeah. Plug it. You can plug it. Hey, Jason at 610 Epoxy. That's 610epoxy.com. You need your floors done. You need a grind to shine. We love turning 
chicken shit into chicken salad. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the best sales pitches. That is. Tore it from the floor up. We'll make it out there. Man, great show, guys. We got about 15 right, seconds. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is awesome. There you go. Good to meet you. We threw a bomb ass party for my birthday. Y'all hell at my boy. A white oak event? What what is it? Double oak event. Double oak event. Boys got on point. You didn't know my birthday happened. It was good shit, right? It was a good time. Oh yeah, you were like I should have told more people about it, but you know, it's my daughter's birthday too. So it's like, yeah. you know, man, I mean, it was my fourth. Before it was, yeah. I should have heard Michael Termo, roommate in Austin. I should have had him and other people like, oh.